Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, we are in modified phase 1.5. I feel like this is like a new Windows that being launched, new Windows operating system. Like, <laughs> King County 1.5. Oh, man. There were so many bad versions of Windows, though. Do you remember? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I think I'm still running one. I think I'm running Windows 7. And they, I got this notification maybe months ago saying, like, we no longer support Windows 7. <laughs> and I'm too cheap to upgrade to Windows 10 because now I have to pay for Windows 10. And I remember back in the day, Windows 10 was free. And now I have to pay for it. So I'm fighting the man. And I refuse to pay for Windows 10. <laughs> I got nothing. I mean, <laughs> for some, oh, I, yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about, let's go back to reopening of restaurants. Yes. Is 1.5. <laughs> Outdoor seating. Everything's good. 50%, 25% capacity for indoor seating. And then hopefully in three weeks, we get to phase two. And it'll be 50% indoor seating. But Monica, to all the people who are complaining about parklets, stop complaining now. Okay? Mm -hmm. Stop it. Because now, all these places that you guys ventured to can now accept patrons. And I don't want these people to be complaining about parklets, sitting in parklets, drinking their coffee, or eating their meals outside. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're one of them, no, you're not allowed to sit in those parklets, Monica. <laughs> so first of all, parklets aren't that big. I mean, and some of them don't even have like six feet. <laughs> so it's like, literally, it would be like, I'd be sitting down and be like, this is my parklet. <laughs> two seats. You've got two tables. You can put two tables. That's two tables more than most restaurants that didn't allow outdoor seating back in the past. Mm -hmm. And I don't know when was when the. And when were parklets allowed five years ago? I can't remember. It's been so long. People were complaining because it took up one parking spot. Oh my gosh. It took up another, just one parking spot for a restaurant to put a parklet out there for, to allow for outdoor seating. <laughs> were you one of those people complaining about losing parking? No, I wasn't complaining. <laughs> I wasn't complaining. I'm like, good for them. Mm -hmm. Like, bring out more outdoor seating. It's always good. When I'm taking pictures, Monica, I always take things outside. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm pro parklets here. You can oh, tell how fired up I am about mm -hmm. this. Yeah. <laughs> We're three minutes into our show and I'm still, I'm still on the parklet diatribe. <laughs> so, so guys, Nelson's <laughs> been wanting to talk about parklets for weeks on the show. <laughs> like it keeps coming up. <laughs> so respect the parklets. Parklets are saving our food economy. Now people have somewhere to sit in King County phase 1.5. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying parklets are available for people, for restaurants and for coffee shops, cafes, businesses to allow for outdoor seating. And this is their opportunity right now. I'm going to pick one out and squat on it and call it Monica's parklet. And I'm not going to move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm, you're more than welcome to I'm do that. A tent and 24 hour security. 
You're right, though. It does offer opportunities uh, for folks to, um, again, use if, if they don't have an outdoor patio, which often requires special permitting that people usually, you know, I mean, the scramble for that right now, I don't know if that's going to get passed in time for people to be able to do business. But for folks who already had existing permits, then they get to just use their outdoor seating. And then for those who don't, you're right. Parklets offer an opportunity. So get out there and visit places, you guys. People are already out there eating back at restaurants. So good to see. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? Have you been getting out there and like sitting? I have not. I still still getting takeout right now. Today I had my my niece's birthday, so we went and dropped off gifts with masks, like the whole family, and did the social distancing thing. So yeah, no, I have not been able to get out to a restaurant. I probably will eventually. Maybe just go out and have a coffee outside. Just kind of do that. Just a nostalgic thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess technically I sat down in in a coffee shop. I was up in Bothell and sat down in the woods. But um, I wasn't drinking my coffee. I was literally just waiting for my coffee. So I sat down for like two minutes. But it still felt really weird. It was just like me, my son, and like five cops. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. I think it's just going to be really weird just hanging out with other people. Yeah. that's. I think that's the weird part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Well, welcome to our show, everyone. Welcome to the Seattle Footy Podcast, episode 91. Monica, we do have two recaps today. No interview. No interview. We're going to go ahead and hold it off for this week. We have our What Are We Eating section. And also, we're going to talk about some Black-owned businesses and restaurants because of this whole climate right now that we're in. I think it would be a good time to kind of highlight some places that we recommend. Uh, For me, Monica, I think I wanted to highlight some places that not a lot of people have kind of put a spotlight on. Maybe for you, I think the same thing. I know a lot of people are are talking about certain things uh, Mm -hmm. I've seen on Instagram and and it's got a lot of popularity. But these are a couple of places that we thought they haven't been on Instagram. They haven't been really promoted. And I thought we'd recommend it. So Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll save that till later on the show. Cool. Looking forward to it. So let's get to our recaps. As I mentioned, we do have two. Monica did this the previous week. I finally got a chance to visit Nana's Green Tea out in downtown Seattle. Monica, they have pints of ice cream now. This is crazy. And they're selling out fast. So make sure if you guys want to pick up these pints of ice cream, they have hojicha, matcha, as well as black sesame. These aren't like strawberry vanilla chocolate, Monica. These Mm -hmm. are awesome flavors that you'll want to get. And then they also have parfait making kits too. And as well as the regular cakes and regular Nana's green tea fair. But we got to pick up some pints of ice cream. They're really good. I I actually really love the black sesame flavor. What Mm -hmm. do you think? Yeah, uh, definitely all of them are flavorful and they're um, a nice refreshing treat compared to just regular flavors that you would find in the store. I, I love folks who make ice cream and Asian flavors. Uh, Hojicha is by far my favorite. And like you said, Nelson, you know, the parfaits, there's something about a parfait that's so fun to eat with a bunch of different colors and flavors and textures. And I definitely miss that because I'd always get a parfait every time I went in person to Nana's. And so I've been missing that a lot. And so being able to make that home at home is a lot of fun. Or you can just kill a pint on your own. I could kill a pint of that black sesame in five minutes. I'm telling you, it's so good. 
Oh, yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. You're one of those non-lactose intolerant Asians, so I have to be careful. Yeah, you eat may- way more <laughs> milk products than I do, though. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I just push through it. I just, just push, push through it. it. Yeah. That's Monica's yeah. motto, push through it. For sure. <laughs> and, you know, Nelson, do you know that they have a uh, a giveaway right now, and it's a competition for who can make uh, the best homemade parfait? Yeah, they do. You make guys make sure you go check it out on their Instagram page. I'm probably going to lose because <laughs> I tried making a parfait and I'm like, this doesn't look like the ones I take pictures of when I'm at Nana's. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> do the, the cornflakes go on the bottom or the chocolate go on the bottom? I don't know. It's it's really confusing. It's hard for me. I don't, I'm not good at ma- assembling things. I'm You're supposed you. to just use your creativity, Nelson. There's no order. That, it's I like know. a trifle. It's just like whatever order. Just layer it. <laughs> uh knowing me i'd probably make i i would be all savory trifle it's beef mashed meat. potatoes chicken salami. more meat salami gravy gravy and on top strawberries yeah <laughs> ridiculous oh definitely so much fun though I'm, I'm glad i got to try it out um i think my face came out okay so i'm looking forward to seeing yours nelson yeah well i'm really glad that nana's is open they're doing takeout. I saw when I was waiting for my pints of ice cream, I saw at least four people come in for pickup. And apparently it's very easy to get the online ordering getting going mm-hmm. and they just pick it up and it's very, very safe and contactless, contact free. Mm-hmm. Okay, Monica, on another recap, this week we both got food deliveries from the full service catering company Gourmando. Wow. Just like many businesses, they've had to adapt and they're now providing delivery services two people's homes now for us they delivered services like meal kits subscription meals option called stock the fridge option which monica you and i both chose Mm -hmm. we each got five meal items for the week i didn't talk to you beforehand but i was wondering if you got the same meals that i did so for me i got meals like the mesquite salmon coriander seared beef chicken fajitas and a couple other ones i also got this is different from what you got, the party in the box option, which were bento boxes, small bento boxes for individuals. And they're also great for family hostings and small groups once we move into phase two and phase three. So this is really good. The bento boxes had items like Vietnamese poached chicken roulade with pickled vegetables and fish sauce caramel. So this isn't like your regular, oh, spread on a cracker. <laughs> this is, I mean, these are really, really well thought out items in your bento boxes tofu Mm -hmm. spring roll with vegan peanut sauce in the vegan box passion fruit tarts from the dessert box there's also some dolce de leche tarts too they were very very pretty monica what did you get um so yeah you and i did not talk about it i absolutely got the salmon the beef and the chicken fajitas and i have to say that for me the coriander seared beef that was so tender and flavorful and I just love the way it was cooked and flavored. And also the salmon was, it was really tasty preparation. And, you know, just reminded me of a really light summer meal. Uh, and let's see, I think I did, I did got, I got Dijon chicken and I got another pasta. And so mm-hmm. overall, you and I are familiar with Gourmando's food. Um, I think a lot of folks may or may not know that they did have retail locations often in tech locations. Um, and so probably those are the ones that are not open right now. Um, but yeah, they have a really uh, sort of global 
approach to food and making food that is not just a hamburger or a sandwich. Right. Um, a lot of different flavors, like you were saying. And for those of you who might not have heard it, we actually interviewed Alyssa Lenolin from Gourmando. She's the CEO of Gourmando, and that was episode 26. Yeah. Like I said, the taste palette is a lot more sophisticated mm-hmm. than just normal turkey sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more flavors. and I really appreciate it. Like I said, they're moving more towards the home family meals. We didn't get a chance to get that. I'm curious to see what you're going to get for your subscription meals. Yeah, I'm excited. Just the anticipation of it all. I'm so excited. But I, I am a little bit jealous of the bento box. So it was it was a tough call because I was going to choose that too. But I mm-hmm. thought from the way that it sounded, I thought it just sounded like you. So I'm not surprised that you got it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just like these little bites. It's very mm-hmm. cute, very, very perfect. I think, especially as we're moving back towards people going to work, you can do these individual bento boxes so you don't have to touch mm-hmm. other people's food and things like that. You have your own individual carrier. So I mm-hmm. think that's great. Yeah, for sure. So, Gourmando, make sure you look that up. Definitely. We encourage you to order your family meals f- for home. Okay. And then, Monica, next section. Let's do this. Our weekly section for, oh my gosh, I just realized, has it been over three months we've been at home? This is so crazy. (laughs) Have we done 12 sessions of what are we eating? This is, wow. Okay. I got to look back. That's uh, that's (laughs) blowing my mind right now. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll start off for this week's meals. I got to use the produce I got via the peach delivery service in peach marketplace. And I made several meals finally came up with things. I know last show, Monica, you didn't have a lot of confidence in me about what I was going <laughs> to do with everything. So how you like them apples, Monica? <laughs> oh, I've yet to see the proof. So <laughs> I, I'm waiting. <laughs> Beginning of the week, you know, Monica, we're practicing our keto life. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. But I did make kind of a keto meal. The flap steak that Corfini Gourmet gave us, I grilled that on my grill pan because right now, for some reason, my barbecue is out of commission. I, I just, I'm just too lazy. I haven't gotten gas yet. So, <laughs> so I had to use my grill pan. I also grilled some asparagus, zucchini, grape tomatoes, put that all together. Perfect meal. Steak was cooked perfectly. I like it more on the rare side. So it's Mm -hmm. rare medium, I call it. (laughs) (laughs) I really liked it. Yeah, the flap steak. I was assuming it was going to be this like thin slice type London broil Mm -hmm. type of meat. But it's actually a lot thicker than I thought. And so (laughs) I cooked it for a little bit longer and it still came out perfectly. Now, they also gave me flank steak from Corfini Gourmet too as well from the peach delivery service. And I used that to make something more Asian. I made one of my favorite childhood dishes, beef chow fun this weekend. Oh, yum. oh yeah. I grew my green onions. I actually got green some bean sprouts, put them all together, whipped it up. It was so much flank steak, Monica. I only used half of it. I, I don't know. It felt like they gave me like two pounds, but I think it was about maybe a pound and a half of flank steak. And it was way enough. I mean, there's more beef in that chow fun than I normally get from a takeout order. So... The advantages of home cooking, I guess, right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Now, Monica, you didn't cook much this week, but you did do a lot of takeout and ordering. Tell us what you did. Yeah, I always do a lot of takeout. 
Yeah, just so you guys know, like my goal is not just to like spend money on a business every day. I'm actually spending. I don't even know why I got a stimulus check, and so I'm just pumping that right back into you the guys. Economy. Monica makes so much money; she doesn't know what to do with it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh my gosh! You don't need to tell people that. That's horrible. <laughs> Oh my god. Monica is so rich. She always oh. texts me and is like, should I buy this car today? No, I'm just gonna spend I'm just gonna go to these restaurants instead. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm saving that for that Tesla. You and me both <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> Still waiting for that Tesla, Nelson. <laughs> mm. All right, guys. So anyway, um, yeah, so I just I I like to buy things um, and food <laughs> from businesses to support them during this time. Okay, so takeout. I'll be covering some of my takeout uh, later on in the next segment when we cover some black-owned businesses. Um, Nelson, I did stop by Twenty Ounce Tea because that ube latte I've been seeing. I have just been drilling over it. And then also I got some hibiscus tea. I really like iced hibiscus teas and theirs is really good. The ube latte was a little earthy, which I love. And so I enjoyed it. I'm going to go back again. So if y'all head to 20 ounce tea, ordering online is really, really easy. And the drinks are super tasty. So they got a good setup there. Love their strawberry matcha. I like their drink. I like that drink. I haven't tried the ube latte yet, mm -hmm. but Again, it's East Lake is not somewhere I venture often, so but I'll need to order that next time. Yeah, East Lake is not someplace I go often either. Um, but definitely, I went out of my way one day because I just I just wanted it. Sometimes you just want it. Yeah. So my son and I were craving fried chicken one day, so I ordered Heaven Sent by phone, and then we feasted. So my son had chicken strips, I had thighs, and just so no one got into a fight, I ordered a half dozen extra rolls. So even though they come with rolls, just one roll each, I have to buy an extra six because like my son and I fight over the bread. Those are delicious, and if you ha haven't had them, you guys, they're really soft and yummy, and also a uh, Black-owned business. Team Spicy or Team Regular? Um, you know, for heaven sent, I eat the regular. I'm not sure why. Um, I, I'm usually a spicy chicken eater, but maybe it's because I share with my son and he's not too spicy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk about that later on in my, in my takeout. I was just curious what you, for me, I think heaven sent spicy is spicier than the other place I'm about to talk about. Yeah, so. I think so too. <laughs> I kind of feel that. <laughs> I kind of feel that in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> As the countdown to the temporary closure of Seattle pops gets closer and closer, I'm visiting more often. But I went this week to get some pops, but also I wanted to get a half flat of Sidhu Farms strawberries. So as you know, farmers have been impacted in multiple ways in being able to have places to sell their produce during COVID. So Seattle pops has been hosting um, a flower farmer and uh, produce farmers whenever they can. So you guys are going to be closing temporarily after June 14th, and it is not projected until they open up again next year. Get in, see them June 14th, order some pops, do what you need to do. We're going to miss them. I love Sidhu Farms. I always mm -hmm. buy strawberries from the farmer's market closest mm -hmm. to me. I really love them. I, are they in season right now? Are strawberries in season right now, Monica? Yes. Can you pick those up? Um, they are perfectly ripe. Like I'm talking, you need to eat them within a day. They are Ugh. luscious deep red and juicy and everything that you want a strawberry to be. In fact, we have food shopping today. I have some heavy cream. I'm going to whip up some heavy cream tonight so I can eat that whole basket of strawberries. Yeah. Those are the best. Like I can't mm -hmm. even figure out what to cook for it because I just eat them just raw because I just totally. pop them in because they're just mm -hmm. so good like that. 
Mm-hmm. Nelson just pops him in, you guys. All right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of farmers markets, hey, Shoreline Farmers Market opened up on Saturday. Awesome. And it's very different, um, but it was nice to be able to support market vendors. And so, guys, there are a lot of different things that when you go to a farmer's market, it might not look like it looked like before. But, again, supporting farmers is very important to our economy. I got my favorite cherry apricot granola from Tall Grass Bakery, and I know you've tried that, Nelson. It's perfect with Eleanor's yogurt. Mm-hmm. Ooh, pear apple cider from Martin Family Orchards. That's a family favorite. Uh, Rainier cherries from Ruiz Farms and sugar snap peas from Baulor Flores. So this is a flower vendor that sells the absolute sweetest, crunchiest sugar snap peas and my family can never get enough. I buy that from them as long as they have them because it's time limited in season and it's just always a surprise because again, they're selling like peonies and flowers, but then just in one section, they have these sugar snap peas and they're the best. I always eat them there. So good. Monica eating vegetables? What? What? (laughs) I know. That's why. Take notice, Nelson. Monica eats these vegetables. They're green and everything. (laughs) This is amazing. Green, Green veggies. Uh, we also had pizza from Pagliacci for a Saturday night pizza party. So that's my wrap up of this is a general takeout. Wow. That's a lot, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Pagliacci's. What pizza did you get for Pagliacci's? Got to find out. Pagliacci. We got, um, we got the PSR and then we got the mushroom one. I always forget the mushroom one's name is the mushroom ones. Is that, is the name Stan, Robert, Bob? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. One. I don't know it's if there's mushroom. like some funny honey name or the mushroom one i i really love mushrooms on pizza um the more mushrooms the better nelson what did you eat take out this week well before that for me that the pesto primo is always my favorite in terms of the pizza i always like the pesto primo i always i ate it when i was a kid for some reason i know i'm such a weird kid at seven years old eight years old pesto primo i was like I had no idea. I discovered had goat cheese on it with this like tiny ring, red bell pepper ring. I was like, I, I, I fell in love with it. And I've always ordered that certain pizza. It's expensive to order a whole pie of pesto primo. And plus there's not a lot of people that eat the pesto primo. So sometimes I'll have to get like half pepperoni, half pesto primo, but I'm more than happy to eat a large half side of pesto primo for me. Wow. When you're a kid, you're eating that pesto primo. That's impressive. Yeah, I, I know. And I love their pesto pea salad too i don't know what the name is that that's called i don't know it's pe- peas 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 or whatever it is um, yeah that's good too i think you and i would be terrible at marketing like dish names oh it's terrible <laughs> peas 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 i'm just like what do you what do you call this pesto pea salad just go, move along i don't bother me with this what kind of pepperoni pizza is this called pepperoni pizza what is this like, that's because that's your second round of questions. Your first round of questions is what's pretty to shoot. (laughs) What's your most colorful dish? (laughs) Oh, I love Pagliacci. All right. All right. As for me, this is a good transition. I was trying to support black owned restaurants and businesses this week as you were too, Monica. So went and grabbed some coffee beans and cold brew from Boon Boona Coffee out in Renton. I had to make an errand out there. So I thought I'd stop by. I love getting their coffee, especially their cold brew. And sometimes yeah. when they have nitro brew, it's even better. 
So mm-hmm. love getting that or Americano. They make their beans in-house. So I picked up a bag of beans just for myself. Maybe uh, I'll actually make some coffee. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to support them and I did want to stop by. They were busy. They were very busy. I think Good. the day before yeah. they were handing out coffee in Renton for free. I think there was probably protests in Renton mm-hmm. and they were handing out coffee there. So I think they're they're, they're doing great. My dad actually made a trip out to Emerald City Fish and Chips. It's actually one of his favorite fish and chip spots. So mm-hmm. he, he said, I'm going to go out there. And so he got me a three-piece halibut and chips and a cup of chowder for me. They sometimes have salmon chowder, which I recommend. So if they ever have that available, get that. Mm-hmm. And finally, <laughs> you went to Heaven Sent. I went to the other one. I went to Azel's. I always get the gizzards because they're still the best in town for me, Monica. I don't know why. For some reason, off the top of my head, the only other place I get gizzards at is Safeway. <laughs> Safeway, and, really? Oh, yeah. And also at Pike Place Market. I'm blanking on the name right now in Pike Place Market, but they have gizzards too as well. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like right over by Rachel the Pig, like a couple steps down, there's a fried chicken joint. Then they just sell all fried yep. chicken and gizzards and liz- livers, everything. What is the name of that? Yeah, place? the chicken oh. hearts and everything. A, yes. I forgot. It's blanking. It's it's like a chicken company too. It's not like Foster's, but it's like some some other chicken company. It's uh, it's gonna it's gonna come up. It's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, back to Azels. Yes. Here's my order. I'm always getting a pound of gizzards and I'm either getting a four piece fried chicken or three piece fried chicken, depending on how hungry I am. I got a four piece and I got the half and half because there's no discrimination. I like spicy and I like the regular. So I like both. (laughs) Okay. Nelson, equitable distribution of spicy versus. That's right. (laughs) I'm an equal opportunity fried chicken eater. I'm just telling you right now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I think when I go to Izzel's, I think I definitely eat the spicy. It's just, um, I haven't sent, I think it's a little too spicy for me. I have to say. Now for gizzards, I'm usually a regular guy. So that's, mm-hmm. I don't know why I do like, I do the spicy sometimes, but I just prefer the regular over the gizzards. Anyway, that's enough for what are we eating? Oh, chicken valley, <laughs> chicken valley. Yes. Thank you. Chicken valley. <laughs> it is. Like, What's the name of it? Chicken valley. <laughs> squirrel squirrel i know well i love it because i like that you can look in the hot case right and so you can look at the hot mm-hmm. case you're just like if you haven't seen something before you're just like oh what's that i'll try some of that you can buy by the piece or you know by the pound or whatever so i love it and it's what i love about being at pike is i love walkable food so i'm always looking for food on sticks or food that you can stab with sticks that's my jam yeah, just in a bag, just in a bag. Right. Again, going back to my childhood days, I'm just walking around with my brother and my parents and we're just walking through Pike Place when it wasn't so crowded mm-hmm. and they would pick up gizzards and chicken hearts and we would just eat it. And I'm just like, I, I again, I'm like a seven-year-old or eight-year-old eating this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Growing up as an Asian family is like, just eat it. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm eating chicken hearts. <laughs> I guess that's they're really good. They're I, really good. I want lunchables. No, eat your chicken hearts. <laughs> <laughs> eat your chicken hearts. Eat your pig tongues. <laughs> eat your eat your damn pesto. Enjoy it. <laughs> Enjoy. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, Monica. Well, let's talk about black-owned businesses and restaurants. You and I came up with three, and for you, four, which is good. Why don't you start off since you have a little bit more than I do? 
again, for me, I wanted to highlight places that haven't been highlighted on Instagram or haven't been on social media. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell about some places. And actually, one of the places I've never even been to, but I'm excited to try out. Mm-hmm. Why don't you start off, Monica? The first place I'm going to highlight is Carolina Smoke Barbecue. So this is in Bothell, and it holds a really special place in my heart. And I've known the owner, Dave Hayward, for about 13 years. So they've had it hard. Nelson, uh, I remember before their location at Country Village closed, you and I went. We met uh, yep. my Family Five there. But they're back in business, guys, and they're ready to serve it up at a different location. So my family, we always get the meat platters, and we get it filled with wings, ribs, brisket, and hot links. And then you can get sides. We love the soft, tender cornbread. It seems like they've changed their recipe a little bit, but it is, I think it's even better than it was before. And we always grab some mac and cheese and some collards as well. So pro tip, you guys, Carolina Smoke is experiencing high demand, as is a lot of these Black-owned businesses right now. Call in your order early in the day. Demand has been high. They've been selling out. And barbecue is just one of those things that you can't rush and you don't want it to be rushed. Do what you need to do to support this business. Great idea, Monica. Please call in. There's a food truck I wanted to visit on Monday. And I asked them, is there going to be any walk-ups? Because their pickup times are in five-minute increments. Mm-hmm. And it's full from 4 p.m. all the way to 8 p.m. Yeah. And the next and the earliest time slot was 8.30. I don't want to get food at 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to ask them, can we walk up? And they go like, no, we're so busy. It's like we are only accepting pre-orders in a mm-hmm. food truck mind you. So yes, make sure you go call in your order and pre-order your food. Absolutely. What's your first place, Nelson? Well, I just want to start off by saying I live on the east side and let's be real. There's not a lot of black owned businesses on the east side and I feel ashamed for living on the east side and for not being more diverse here. It's just, I'm just, just want to put it out there. So I'm hoping there will be more black owned businesses or more minority owned businesses on the East side. Mm-hmm. Now, nonetheless, I wanted to highlight this place. It's called Medier Brewing Company in Woodenville. They have beers like Coconut Porter, Black Stripe, Way Way American Wheat, Calypso IPA, which is, I guess, has this grapefruit IPA. I'm picking up some Medier Brewing beer this week through a Yelp Elite event. If you're in Woodenville, I highly suggest you stop by and pick up some beer. They have really great reviews as I'm looking through it. Monica, like I said, for me, beers, I'm always on the polar opposite. I literally like really dark, dark beers and I like nice light beers for the summer. So Mm -hmm. the coconut porter black stripe sounds perfect for me as well as the wheat. Yeah, Nelson, you raise a good point about uh, the East Side not being more diverse. I mean, I think as people look for Black-owned businesses to support, I really actually want people to pay attention to how many or how few Black-owned businesses there are. Yes. And when, when you're already experiencing disproportionality in in economic situations it, the, like the barriers to starting a business for a black person is totally different for anybody else and so if you're all looking for some way to support think about ways that you can support and cultivate black owned businesses and i'm talking of course to folks um who have uh you know funds who are collecting money who are who are in business in seattle in and around seattle if you want more black owned business then make it happen i totally agree and monica we have to go as far out as Woodenville and Bothell to find these businesses. Right. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to do better. We just have to do better mm-hmm. with this. Now, Monica, tell us another company. Nelson, you and I are both fans of Jasmine Bell Smith of Bell's Pastries. And I got to tell you, I don't know if you tried them, but her eclairs are amazing. <laughs> oh. oh, man. 
I don't know that I haven't loved every single thing that she's ever cooked. As our friend Kenny Feed the Pudge says, everything she touches is gold. So I have tasted her eclairs because, as you know, I live near her. So I get leftovers sometimes. <laughs> so I immediately bought a Father's Day set as soon as I saw it posted online. So she just posted that just a few days ago. And I know it's going to sell out. So I'm glad that I got it. But if you all missed the boat on buying this Father's Day set, you can still support the business online. You can buy a class. You can buy part of her clothing line that she has with her, her husband, Tehran, or you can buy some of her sweet macarons. And so there are multiple ways for you to support. And I got to tell you, you won't be sorry. Her stuff is delicious. I am so jealous because mm -hmm. I tried to purchase a Father's Day set mm -hmm. late last night. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it just came up when I looked on her page, sold out. I'm mm -hmm. like, gosh, dang it. I waited too long. I should have yeah. bought I should have bought a set earlier. Man, they sold out so fast. They didn't even last two days. I think it was a no. day and a half. I think yeah. it was. No, I don't know. Pro tip, if you see if you see something you want on Bell's Pastries, you I buy know. it right away, immediately. That's exactly yeah. what I did. I'm all it's gonna sell out. I need it. I need it for sure. Yeah, and I was it looked so good too. And I was like, oh, I needed this set. I wanted this set. I should have got it. Yeah. So do you here's the here's the kicker. Do you think I should give it to my husband for Father's Day? <laughs> Or should I just eat it? I was assuming you're going to give it to your husband, but uh, <laughs> but know. if you're selling it, I can buy it off of you. If you, if you're no, I'm going to eat that. it. <laughs> oh, because I'm more. I want to get. I wanted to get one for my dad. So I, yeah. So if you're selling it, yeah, I'd be happy to pick that up for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay no well I, I guess i can give it to him i guess i could give it to him all right Nelson, what's your next black owned business this place i've been going for years everyone loves waffles and wings but have you ever had a fried chicken waffle slider monica hmm. it's been a while i have um, but it wasn't my black owned business. Okay. Well, you can get a chicken waffle slider as well as wings, as well as waffles at Dre's Lake route. I'm all about the wings here. So my friend and I, we usually grab two pounds of wings and some bacon or savory cornbread waffles. Yeah. These aren't just your regular waffles, guys. These are enhanced waffles. I love the bacon <laughs> one. My friend is from the South, so he loves the cornbread waffle. You got to get it. This place originally was Nate's Wings and Waffles mm -hmm. until they moved and then Dre's Lake Route took over. They also have right now all day breakfast. So you want to make sure you look at their menu or I just recommend just get the loaded grits bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This place has grits too. It's amazing. I love their wings. We always get two pounds of it and we just kill it right away. They're the best. I recommend going checking out there. I think it's a great place. Hmm. I'm going to have to try that place out. Thanks a lot, Nelson. Hadn't, 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 hadn't. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, there's, there's so many places that serve wings mm -hmm. and fried chicken. This place is very underrated for chicken and waffles. It's just a, just a place that you should check out. Cool. All right. And Monica, what's another place for you? Mojito. Hey, you know, I'd had the food from Mojito before, but last week was actually the first time I went to the restaurant and it looks really fun. And I was saying it's so colorful and they have a patio that I cannot wait to try out. And patio I or parklet? I'm just wondering. Patio. Oh, okay. <laughs> just making sure. It's like, it's like it's their restaurant and then outside their restaurant door, there is a fenced in area that is their patio. <laughs> it's okay. theirs. It's not a parklet. 
<laughs> so an enhanced parklet, as you're saying. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. In okay. attached parklet. Attached parklet. All right. <laughs> that night, we ordered a feast, and my favorite was the Perilla Mojito. Uh, mojito. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So it's the centerpiece of it is a citrus marinated steak, and it was incredible. I mean, I think that I don't work with citrus marinades very often. And so people who have that skill always just kind of blow me away because it's different than what I'm used to cooking. And I can never get enough of tostones and maduros. And nobody in my house likes maduros. And so I ate them all. So these were those bananas, but then they add the cotilla cheese. And so you've got a little sweet bite from the bananas, but then you have that savory from the cotilla cheese. And it is so dreamy. Guys, order by phone. And it's a really fast and easy pickup. I really enjoyed the food there. Monica, I didn't even know. Where's Mojito located? It's located sort of in like, I want to say Maple Leaf area. Okay. So North Seattle. It's right sort of lined up with the freeway about where it meets Lake City. And you're right about the citrus marinade. I've I've thought about making it. I don't know. For some reason, it just, it goes a lot quicker. So you have to kind of, (laughs) you have to like. So good. So good. All right, Nelson, one more spot for you. There's not a lot of spots in the greater Seattle area that have catfish because, well, let's just face it. It's catfish is not a Northwest fish, right, Monica? (laughs) Nope, it's not. (laughs) It really isn't. But if you're ever craving catfish, Catfish Corner Express out in Renton on Renton Avenue has your catfish. For me, I usually just get a half pound of catfish fillets or you can get the fillet and fries. Add some hush puppies as well. That's, I mean, that just makes it a perfect meal. I also just checked their Instagram account. Wednesdays, they have gumbo, Monica. Mm. So it's it's a great place. You just walk up, order at the counter, get a half pound of catfish, order some hush puppies. You're good to go. I remember this place. I just checked it out because I was like, you know, I visit my friends and I do a lot of errands out in Renton and I checked this place out and I was like, oh, okay. I'm hooked after that. I think I've been there probably maybe four or five times now mm-hmm. in the past year and a half. It's amazing. It's always good. So yeah, if you're looking for fried catfish, this is the spot. I love catfish. I got to try it out. Yeah. Next time you go visit Michael from Macadons, you can pick that up. Every week, Nelson. Yeah. Every week. I yeah. haven't seen Michael in forever. <laughs> Weeks. <laughs> Just using it as a reference, Monica, because it's the only time you go out down south, down there. So, oh my gosh. Anytime you do that. You can lure me with ice cream anytime you want to. And whiskey. Well, Michael <laughs> lures me with ice cream and whiskey. <laughs> Next time you go out and get your Jollibees when they reopen, <laughs> you can stop by Catfish Corner Express and pick up some guy. <laughs> Just for a point of reference. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The hazing never ends. (laughs) Okay. So I got one more and this is really just a quick plug because a lot of folks are going to Island. So, and I'm seeing that all over Instagram. I don't need to tell you that the food is delicious and you know what to order and you know how to do it. I just want to call out that my office has been ordering catering from them for years. So don't forget as you start getting together with groups, as you start thinking about how to spend money at the company that you work at for the things that you do, um, it's another way to spend intentional dollars. So again, like you can catering represents a lot of money in the city. And I'll be honest with you, if you're trying to find black owned businesses that cater food, you're going to even have a harder time than you do right now finding black owned business. Catering is really difficult and it represents hundreds of thousands of dollars moving through the city every day. So just remember that the Island Soul does catering as well. 
That's a pretty good list, Monica. I think we got seven spots that we highlighted that not a lot of people really talk about. If you guys are looking for more Black-owned businesses, go on your Instagram account, and there are several resources that you can check out mm-hmm. that have a lot more larger list of these businesses. Go out and support them any way you can. Just don't do it for this week, guys. I'm saying continue doing this throughout the year and next year and the next decade so you keep them in business. Just because it's just one week doesn't change anything. Just continue doing that throughout the rest of 2020. 100% agree. Well, Monica, I think that's pretty good show for tonight. What's going on for this upcoming week? You going back to the office? You checking it out? Or what's going to happen? I'm not going to change a whole lot. I mean, I think like you, I'm pretty much, you know, I'm not down with like sitting in a restaurant yet. I don't feel comfortable even going out yesterday and today, definitely still grabbing takeout and coming home. I also think that I'm just used to it, right? I'm just kind of used to it now. So maybe I have to shift that thinking a little bit. You know, as as you said, Nelson, I make a lot of money. I have a lot of money. So I'm just like throwing that all over and like seeing who has it. (laughs) But what I did do today is my nails are really janky. Mm. So Here's the deal, Nelson. I actually haven't done anything with my nails since stay at home camp. So for three months, my nails have been growing out with with the color on them. And I couldn't even type anymore because my nails are so long. So today I did go and visit my salon that reopened and supported them. Um, I also bought extra services because I haven't seen them in a long time, did things that I normally don't do. And so, yeah, pretty excited to feel kind of a little bit put together (laughs) Um, because I think that stuff like how you how you look and how you feel are are lined up. And so part of my self-care today was getting a manicure. And uh, yeah, I love it. Self-care is so important, you guys, especially right now for your mental well-being. I'm a big proponent of self-care and mental health, and I'm sure Monica is as well. It's so important. I know it's not talking about foods. Well, self-care, yeah, go buy a pound of gizzards and have for some self-care too as well. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I, I, I totally agree with you. For me, no, I'm not excited about barbershops opening because I don't need a barbershop. I haven't needed a barbershop in like five years. Nails is not a thing for me, but yeah, I, but I am excited for more things to be opened up. I can't wait for my gym to be opened up soon. <laughs> just so, I know. I'm so They're tired only of, open for one-on-one training, right? <laughs> I'm so tired of doing body weight exercises, Monica. It's not, it's not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm excited for life to be a little bit more normal, mm-hmm. especially and getting food, just sitting out on the patio or a parklet. I'm excited for that. Yeah. All <laughs> okay, right, everyone. I see we're going to have to go to a parklet in the next week. I, I see what's happening here. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You guys know that our next giveaway, when we do a secret word or password, it's going to be parklet or pesto. So just <laughs> parklet know. or pesto. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Too much. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy the weather as the summer is coming and happy eating Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at seattlefoodiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.